This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And... Don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This is the Besotted Pride of West London podcast. And we're back, Griffin Park. Fortress Griffith Park is back as Derby County came to town today. They were looking for three points. We were looking to get back on track after a couple of very, very disappointing results. And the Bees came out of the track quick. Half-time 3-0 up and it ended 3-0 to the mighty, mighty Bees. And they looked a much, much better side today. Absolutely brilliant result from the Bees today. Played really well. We got Brian from Troy. Buemo scored his first goal. Ben Rama got his first start. Canos set up a goal. Absolutely brilliant. Playing on the wing-back position. We switched it up. And maybe the bees are starting to gel. There's something. Absolutely brilliant today. It was great, wasn't it? Can't hear, mate. Too busy celebrating. It was really good. First half was fantastic. Speed playing in their half for the first time really this year. Maybe a bit goal gave us the confidence, but you could start to see what we can do this year, particularly in the front field. Defence looks solid. Arthur against a reasonably good Derby team. Thomas Frank's coming over again. He loves he loves it when we win. Walks out the Ealing Road, giving the old round of applause. He's got the suit on today, so he must know it's the international game, so all his family in, uh, in Denmark will be watching this one as it's been broadcast over there. That has been a brilliant, brilliant result today. Listen, you enjoy this one. Did I enjoy it, Bill? That's first half, especially some fantastic football out there again. We, uh, I'm saying in the pub before this game, I thought maybe we'll take another two or three months to properly gel and that, but it happened that first half. The goal gave us confidence to take the game to them, and after that, there was no looking back. Obviously, Derby are a decent team. They came out to the second half then, but you just felt we've got enough to see games out now. Defence was immaculate, clean sheet, wonderful. Absolutely wonderful, brilliant results. Tell you something, though, it's, it's quite nice again. We've had a lot. Oh, there's Steve's from. Uh, let, let me get Steve's. I'll come back to you. I'll come back to you. Steve's from um, people just do nothing. Corrupt FM Steve's. So we're gonna have a little chat to Steve. So we got we got a Steve in the Steve. What's up, Steve? Steve, listen, man. We got Steve's on the listen. Pride of West London podcast tonight, man. Corrupt FM in the house. What is the corrupt FM view on this one? Uh, it was a beautiful victory, wasn't it? It was easy runnings, really. We went out first half, took control, and we just partied for the second half, really. That's what I was doing anyway. I was just sort of... I didn't even really watch most of the second half. I was just 
like hanging out like, with the boys in the bar, really. But yeah, it was sick, to be honest. Like, I would say uh, we've just got to do that every week and then we'll win the uh, World Cup or whatever. <laughs> Listen, I mean, it's been a slow start for the bees. Obviously, we didn't get the results we won. Were you a bit nervous with the start that we've had the season? Oh, yeah, probably. Um, to be honest, I was just like, I was quite off my nut at the beginning, but I've sobered up like, as, as the adrenaline kicked in when they started scoring and that. So, yeah, it's just nice. Just a nice vibe today. Really lovely. Um, also, I think Corrupt FM are going to all, like, all the boys and that are going to come down on the 2nd of October. So, if people come down that day they might hear some tunes like a few garage tunes maybe getting played and maybe like we might just be knocking about a little bit so second of a time with correct film the whole lot will be down there at Griffith exclusive. Park you know exclusive here on the Besotted Brother let's run the podcast we're you know really the B out here just fucking repping sorry uh, can I swear you can swear on this man this is an uh, X-rated podcast you know what I'm saying fuck it <laughs> any uh, cunt <laughs> Listen, look, nice one, Steve, man, and I'm glad you enjoyed the result. And Derby gone back with their, uh, with their, well, with their lambs' tails between their legs. Exactly. <laughs> nice Go one. back to wherever you're from, Derby. That's right. See you later. Right, nice one. Got the Derby fans in the house, and uh, commiserations to you. Like I said to you last season, hard fought, three-three draw, three goals were scored today, but it was only by one team. There was no recompense, as they say, from the Derby. Fair result. Yeah, absolutely fair result. Derby County didn't turn up today. Uh, I thought there, were, there wasn't much going on in that first half until the goal and then a double salvo completely killed us. And uh, we didn't react and you got on top of us and we looked like an absolute shambles. And I think, uh, as we just talked about off air, I think you're maybe a few months ahead of us on the project, on the Dutch project. And uh, Derby don't seem to know what they want to do with the ball at the moment. And Philip Cockley doesn't seem to know what his best team and best formation is right now. I mean, interesting. I mean, obviously, last season you were a playoff team. You got the playoff final. You knocked Leeds United out as well in an absolutely fantastic match that I was at at Ellen Road. It was an absolute buzz, brilliant game. Derby just, you know, they did what they had to do. But do you think the fact that you had all these lone players, do you think that's affected you? Well, absolutely. Our three, our three best players are all on loan last season. Tamori was our player of the season. For us on the Steve Blue's Washing podcast, Mason Mount was our player of the season. And Harry Wilson scored uh, 18 goals, our top goal scorer. So they're three of our best players, if not our three best players. So you're going to struggle to replace them. I think we've signed quite well in the summer. We've uh, improved defensively. But we haven't replaced the goals of Mount and Harry Wilson. And we don't... And we haven't replaced the creativity of uh, Mason Mount particularly as well. We, we haven't got anything creatively in midfield right now. Early in the season, it's only, you know, it's not even the, it's the first international break. And sometimes you have to go to the international break to, to reassemble, as they say, to see what's going on. What do you think Koku is going to be saying to his squad? And what do you think he's going to be doing so that you come out after the international break firing? I think it's going to be praying that Jaden Bogle's back fit uh, in two weeks' time because I think we, we lack all of our natural wit from not having Jaden Bogle at right back. Other than that, I'm really not sure because I don't think any of us know what formation he actually really wants to play. He's flitted between 4-3-3, 5-3-2. He wants to get Jack Marriott in the team, but for me personally, he needs to play in a two rather than a one. Um, I think... It, for Philip Cocky, he'll just be working on the basics again and again and again, and his philosophy again and again and again, and hopefully we'll start to see that shine through in, uh, in, a, in a few weeks' time. Yes, indeed. So uh, that was a little bit better, or it was a lot better from the bees. They looked uh, 
they look like a bit more of a, a finished item here today and I think to use the phrase they were potty for it weren't they well they were but it was coming wasn't it I mean it's not like you know for me that was the Birmingham game with goals I mean it wasn't you know, it wasn't an out-of-character performance. It's what we've been doing all season, but today we scored goals. We scored goals early, confidence runs through the team, and, um, you know, and, and when the confidence is running, you, things come off for you more than when it's not. And when we go 1-0 down, you know, it, we, we struggle. And I just thought today that first goal was massively important. And, um, and from then on, we controlled the game. It, probably controlled it a bit before the first goal, but, yeah, so it was good today, really good. And, there, you know, there was some... I think Ben Rama coming in made a real difference. Um, and Canos playing as ring back. The energy he bought was, was really good today. And, and let's, interesting, let's, I mean, let's talk about that because obviously there was a little bit of jiggery pokery in the defence today. We had Dalsgaard who came in into the, into the back three, to the right of the three. Yeah. Um, Pinnock had gone out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Of course, we have Henry as, as, as a left wing back. And we had Canos as a right wing back where beforehand when Canos had played. And Canos said, I've never even played in defence before. But now Frank is seeing is fit to bring him in as a right wing back and put Dalsgaard in there, which to me seems that we've actually got a a ball player as well yeah. in the in the three and also you've got Kenneth who who's terrorizing people out of the wing who's potty for it yes. um i think um, there's a few points i think um the number one is we looked at the side today and a lot of people thought we were going to a flat back four um and we've seen this before i think it was against villa last season wasn't it where we all thought flat back four and then we actually played three at the back again so that may have confused derby to some extent because it wasn't clear how we were going to play um, the other point is that Canos gives us loads of energy playing on the right, but then what we lose is the outlet that Dowsgaard gives us for the kick, for the, for the goal kicks. But, so what we did today is when we went long, we went long down the middle to Watkins up front. Watkins is bigger than Malpe used to be. So, so, you know, we're prepared to go that way. So that's a bit of a change as well. Um, so, you know, there's a few sort of... And like you just said, Dowsgaard. I felt he was more comfortable. I felt today that Dowsgaard and Jombier as well were both comfortable playing out from the back. And both of them did it a couple of times. I think last week what happened was Pinnock and Rakic um, and, and Pontus as well all sort of looked at each other to see who was going to bring it out. Whereas today I felt it, it just sat a bit more naturally with Dowsgaard to do and to some extent Jombier as well. So... I think if we'd have played four at the back, we'd have been unbalanced. But actually, by playing with the three at the back and that system and those players, we looked like we had good balance today, and that's never a bad thing. And look, Ollie Watkins. I mean, they keep on talking about strikers. They keep on talking about, you know, what's going on? He scored another two goals today. He's our top goal scorer. The point I made on the, um, on the, on the radio show on Monday was that he'd scored two from five, which wasn't a completely miserable return. You know, that would have been, that, that's looking at, you know, 15, 20 goals a season. Now he's on four from six. Um, I think that's 30 goals a season if he carries on doing that. So, you know, what's the, you know, what, what's the drama there? No drama. Absolutely no drama at all. Derby fans in the house, and like I said to you, we have a nice little vibe with the Derby. We have a little chat before the game, after the game, all the time. We had beers before the match as well. The Punjabi Rams were in beforehand, and uh, we're still waiting for them. To say. They're always a little bit latent on the return after the game, it has to be said. Maybe we need to uh, sort out their sat-navs, you know, because they obviously got lost from the Griffin coming back to the globe here. But we've got the Steve Bloomer's washing massive in the house, and uh, we were happy with that result, but it wasn't the right result for you, was it? 
Yeah, the thing is for us is that we wanted a performance and a result as a reaction to the game on Tuesday night. So on Tuesday night, we got turned over 3-0 by Forrest, our biggest rivals, with a second string and three young players. But it was all going to be okay because we were going to get the first team back in the squad, put our best team out against you guys today at Griffin Park, and it would all be okay, concentrate on the league, and that just did not happen at all. Um, I said to you guys earlier that it seemed like we did gift the first two goals to you, uh, with two hospital balls at you, to be fair, capitalised on and just like played through us pretty easily. But even in the second half, when the game was basically up, we didn't even really do that much to make a game of it, to try and get one back, to make it respectable, to get a consolation goal, to try and at least give, give our fans something to play for. So, yeah, it was desperately, desperately poor. And, uh, yeah, I just really hate going into national breaks on a feeling like this. But... Cocky's got, got to take a long hard look at himself after this game. I'm going to ask you a question, and I'm asking you because obviously, you know, you, you, both of us, we sit down, we analyse games, we're, we're, we're pretty fair when it comes to football, you know what I'm saying? And, and for us, we've had, a, we've had a few issues on our side for the last few weeks. We weren't scoring the goals, we were playing all right football, but we weren't playing brilliant football like we were doing last season, the season before. And there was a lot of fans that were very, very worried. There were even calls from some fans for our, our manager. Uh, or head coach Thomas Frank to be sacked, which was a little bit like, whoa, you know. This is fair and this is understandable because people get very, very worried. You saw Brentford today. I mean, what were your thoughts when you saw them? Because it's interesting to see it from somebody else's point of view. I think you, yeah, you look really dangerous in the final third. I mean, uh, every time you had the ball wide, you looked, uh, you know, you looked like a threat. You looked like you got behind us quite easily. Uh, you were picking up the second balls in the final third, creating chances. I mean, like, you know, Derby didn't have a single shot on target today from what I can remember, whereas uh, Ruse had plenty to do, even on top of the three goals we conceded. Um, I thought he looked handy. I mean, I noticed you'd only scored two goals in total before this game, and he scored two within 20 minutes against us, which reflects, I think reflects more on us than it does on, on Brentford. But, um, yeah, I thought as a neutral you would miss the goals on Mope, you miss the likes of Romain Sawyers, but, um, you know, in the second half, we, we, we offered nothing. You basically toyed with us. Like, we didn't, we didn't really offer anything to get back into the game. And it didn't really look like, uh, you know, two teams who were both struggling. It looked like one team who were top six potential and another team who were bottom, who were bottom half team. Lots of smiling faces in the globe tonight. It's, it's telling you something. It's, it's quite nice to actually do a podcast where you, you're not trying to sort of fully tear things apart and overanalyze and work out why the 75 chances that you had just never went in the back of the net. We could just talk about the game. And I'm asking you, did you enjoy that game? I did, absolutely. It was a justification for all the heartache that we've been through for the first four games of the season where we struggled to see exactly what it was. And the person I'm most proud of, I'm most proud... Oh, or pleased for is Thomas Frank because he came. To, he he obviously changed the system a bit today. He obviously thought really hard about how we were going to play, and he was rewarded with such an excellent performance from the team that 
you know, I, I, my heart beats for the man because I am so pleased because he looks against Charlton. He looked a bit sort of depressed and down, obviously scratching his head, thinking, where do we, where do we go? We were creating all this possession. We were creating a few chances. We had a real opportunity. But why wasn't we succeeding today in the first half? He saw his plans coming to fruition. So I'm pleased for Thomas Frank. I really am. The Liberals, exactly. He's pleased. He's smiling. He's very happy. Thomas Frank is going to go home tonight knowing that the Liberal is pleased for him. <laughs> good result today, wasn't it? Very good result. It was a long time coming. I felt like that performance was, uh, was in us. It just needed a, a game like today for it to come out. Um, yeah, all around the pitch. Really pleased with how everyone did. I was at Charlton last week and I just walked out. I was so disappointed, so gutted. I just could not see where our goal was coming. We missed quite a few today. I mean, it could have been 6-0, to be quite honest with you. I don't think Derby had much in them. I'd be quite worried if I were them. But is that, I mean, is that a worry again? Because, listen, we talked about previous games where we missed chances and scored zero. And today, we, we missed quite a few chances. And, OK, we got three. So does that sort of hide the fact that maybe we should have got six or is that OK? Look, I'm just pleased that we're creating chances and we actually stuck a few away today. Um, whatever's been worked on the training ground, whatever shape we saw today, you know, I like Canos and um, Henry pulling wide, like literally hugging the touchline the whole of the first half. I like Pontus getting us up the pitch. There was, there was definitely a difference there compared to previous games and it seems to be effective. If we can keep creating the chances... We're going we're gonna to finish them. I think there are a few players in the team that can probably do a bit more uh, shooting practice um, because the chances are being presented to the likes of Canos. Um, Watkins is not an out-and-out striker, but, you know, he, fair play, he put away his two today to start, despite Dalsgaard's best efforts on the line for the, the third one, which is funny. Um, so, you know, fair play to the Bees. Um, international break now, chance to um, uh, hopefully not get too many players injured when they go on international duty and uh, come back... Hopefully, uh, keep this momentum up with the next uh, next run of games. Not that many games in September, so hopefully uh, we can keep everyone happy. Uh, if we do get injuries when they're on international duty, put a few in. But I liked us today. I was very pleased with it. Keep creating the chances. I think it's going to come good for us this season. Come on, you bees. This is the besotted Rider West London podcast. And great result today. Can relax. Last day in August, we can get the international break knowing that Brentford are hopefully on the up. Derby County today, fair play, they came down, the fans have been wicked. Had a great, great day with them today. If you check out, there's a little Sky piece going to be on on Sky. Sky News, I think it is. There's going to be a little piece on diversity, Derby Fernley coming down, and uh, I think it's a whole series on diversity. Just check it out. It's going to feature Brentford. It's going to feature a lot of fans down here. It's talking about football, talking about diversity, talking about getting as many people down to football as possible. That's going to be out in the next week. You know, check out besotted.com and you'll be able to find out exactly where that is. Also, check it out radio show on Monday night, 9 till 10 o'clock or 8 till 9 o'clock now. Love Sport Radio. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.